It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas the Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this absolutely invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I just want to take time to thank each one of our listeners that have tuned in live and the ones that will be listening to the recording. I am just so very grateful for each one of you. And you are all in for a very special treat today because I have my returning diva with me, Kate Nelligan. And we are going to chat about creative process. Oh, my. You guys are in for a great time today. So, Kate, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Yeah, thanks, as always, for having me back. It's it's always so fun to be here. Oh, you're so welcome, Kate. <laughs> so, I guess the best way to introduce myself is as an equine-partnered life and business coach, as well as animal communicator and healer, and I primarily am partnering humans and horses and sometimes goats together for personal and professional development, and so we're working really on deeper emotional intelligence skills and self-love. Oh, oh, beautiful. That was a great way to introduce yourself. I love it. I love how you're an equine-partnered life and business coach and everything you do, everything that that encompasses, it encompasses so much. That is just incredible. Well, as we talk about creative process today, what are some of the first points that come to mind that you would like to bring out to our listeners about this? Yeah, so I also should mention that I am a writer as well as a speaker, Mm -hmm. and I've recently been in a few different creative projects. So back in the day, I created a TEDx talk, and I was a blogger for Huffington Post and a bunch of other blog sites, Um, and writing really is a big creative process. Speaking is as well, because we're really designing our our talks. And then the thing that I just launched was a card deck, which is uh, really a collaboration with an artist that was working on depicting the human horse connection and then Mm -hmm. writing down about that as well. So what I'd love to talk about with our listeners today is just like, what does it mean to start a creative process, to see ourselves as a creative person and um, essentially, like, what we might go through in the process and how we can be kinder to ourselves throughout it uh, and just ways to kind of make the creative process work better. I think that's kind of what we can chat about today, especially since I'm right in the middle of this. And I know also with Divas That Care, there was a recent book out as well with animal prints, and that is um, – in process too and so I think there's a lot there to share too just in the whole process of what it's like to write a book and to create yes oh yes oh how I agree with that being a being a writer and it all comes down a lot to finding the creativity that is inside of yourself to bring it out and the process that is of bringing that out 
And yes, and I want to tell all our listeners that you are one of the authors in our Animal Prints on My Soul book, which has been a very creative adventure for Divas That Care with all of the fantastic authors that we have. And it's it's going to be released very soon. So that is, I wanted to let everyone know that you are also a part of that, and that is just awesome. But yes, I agree. It is all about finding ourselves creativity. And don't get obsessed with yourself if it doesn't come the way you think maybe it should and as fast as you should. Do you kind of feel that way sometimes too when you deal with people and helping them bring out their creativity? Yes, and I love it. So you're also in that book, and there's so many great authors <laughs> that are. And I, I know even just creating robust lifestyles is, is a form of art and a form of creativity. And I always find it so interesting when people say to me they don't think they're creative. One of my best friends said that to me mm-hmm. years ago, and I'm like, what are you talking about? So we all define creativity probably a little differently or being an artist. Mm-hmm. One of my friends wrote a great book called The Reluctant Artist, and there is a lot of resistance that comes in sometimes in the creation of art and whether it's writing or drawing or painting. And I've taken a lot of like spiritual painting classes too, making like seven feet large canvases and also taking watercolor classes over the last couple of years. And I grew up in a house that was really creative. My mom did crafts uh, for a living for a while when she worked from home and she wasn't teaching and we were kids. So I would help her a lot. And I just have always been around the creative process. Um, and I've never really considered myself an artist because I, I was talking to the artist with the card deck and I was trying to show her how to, like, some ideas that I had. And I had to draw stick figures. And I'm like, can you imagine that this was the card deck? And she's like, hey, you probably win at Pictionary. And I'm like, actually, I do <laughs> win at Pictionary because there's a way to communicate ideas clearly, but it's not necessarily um, – you know, the full expression of, of like what you see in, in an artist's work sometimes. So there's different ways we're creative. And I guess that's really my first point is like to acknowledge that you do have an inner artist, the way you have an inner healer, that you have inner intuition. And there is, uh, we are create creative beings, you know, having children is a, oh, excuse me, a creative act obviously as well Mm -hmm. and so there's a lot like we're always creating our lives every single day by our choices so to just first and foremost give ourselves credit that we have an inner artist however it wants to come out even if it's just decorating our house right and we also have creativity because we are creators right and we're always you know Mm -hmm. in the spiritual concept of it we're all always connected to source to creator however whatever word you want to use for that right but we are always connected to that divine spark of creativity and every single day is our own creation so we get to really start to look at it a little differently and that also gives us more empowerment in my mind don't don't you think Oh, yes, definitely. Oh, how true that is because each step you take, it helps build your confidence in what you're doing. And I wanted to kind of add into collaborating together, like you said, working with someone on the card deck. And like when Candace asked me to be a host for Robust Lifestyles to create my show and my name, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, I never thought this was something I could do. And I love it. 
and to have someone that believes in you and can help you through some of those maybe hurdles that you go through to help build your confidence and know that that creativity is inside of you. So that is that is a little point I wanted to add when you said about robust lifestyles is the collaborating together with others too and uh, helping encourage others, like you said, to find their creativity. Yeah, because there's a synergy that created. it's created when there's more than one, right? The sum of its parts mm-hmm. is, is greater uh, than each individual part, and that's what happens with podcasts and, and interviews and uh, events, and, you know, events are very creative. I did event planning for a while, and so I think ultimately, like, one of my biggest tips for people and we can talk more about collaboration because I have tips there too, but one of my biggest um, <laughs> tips for people is don't, I, you know, being a marketer for most of my life and in sales and whatnot, I always felt like I was creating for others. What do people want? What mm-hmm. will people buy? Mm-hmm. And there is a lot in the entrepreneurial landscape about solving problems for people. And that is, you know, really important, right? A lot of things are created from, oh, this is a need in the world, let me go kind of fix it and and work with it and create it or improve it. A lot of business is created that way. But the ones that I find to be the deepest, most heartfelt, most expansive, most successful are the creations that come from the person saying, I needed this, I wanted this, so I went and did it. I went Mm -hmm. and made it. And to think mm-hmm. of myself as a maker is also crazy. Like, I never thought of that. The way you didn't think you could do a radio show, per se. Um, I didn't think I could just do work with an artist, per se, and do a card deck, although the horses asked me to. It became one of those things where I wanted that card deck. I really wanted to create that. I wanted to have it. And then from that place, and it's not selfish to create from this place. It's this, like, deep desire to have it you know, and Mm -hmm. then to go and do it, right, to find the right partners. And I can talk, I had a lot of obstacles that I kind of had to jump through on this card deck, but ultimately until it started to really flow and then you know you're in right partnership. But ultimately I created it for myself. And so when we shared about it just recently, everyone went, I need this. I have to have this. And that was the energy of how I originally thought about this as well, that I wanted to create it from that place. And you find, you know, these women who create baking companies and they're just, they want, you know, or they create like a line of skincare products because they themselves want it. And I have a lot of clients that are makers and, you know, it's just so beautiful to see, like I needed this, so I did it. And then there were, mm-hmm. and then there's tons of other people out there like you and it is, it, then it becomes easy to market it because you're marketing it to you. You're marketing it to people like you rather than saying, well, I'm going to go do this because there's money here, right? That's a, such mm-hmm. a different energy right. to create from rather than the place of like, this is a beautiful thing that my heart wants and I'm going to follow my heart. And from that heart space, I actually create a lot of success. And then I know who to market mm-hmm. it to because it's more people just like me, you know, that, that want it. So it worked really beautifully with the card deck that way. That's that, And that's my tip to people. Go create something that you want to create, that you need, that you mm-hmm. see. And then, and then the world want, will want that as well. Yes. Oh, yes, that is a beautiful, beautiful tip. And the energy then that is generated onto others from you 
because it, like you said, it is something you wanted to do. And then you're finding out all these other people want them too. And it just, the energy just keeps building and building and building. And what a beautiful positive energy that is, that it's being spread around the world through through these kind of things that you are doing. Oh, I love that. And people, others can do the same thing because the energy builds from there. Oh, that was, that was beautiful, Kate. <laughs> Thanks. And there's a big difference between shoulds and have tos and get to's and mm-hmm. want to's, right? Like shoulds and have right. to's feel a little bit like pressure. They're a little heavier. And, mm-hmm. you know, when we create from that, I should create this or I have to do this. It's a very different energy than I want to and I get to. And then the other layer, if we're looking at, again, the spiritual lens to creation, I would look at it from a place too of like, what is coming through you to do? What is for you to do? I am sure I'm not the only one that thought of doing a card deck with the horses. In fact, Nika had four other people approach her. I just had to be, I happened to be the first one. And the horses brought me this idea years ago, probably 2017. <laughs> and, oh, wow. Um, yeah, it's a long time in the making. And in 20, and then I, you know, I moved and a lot of stuff got put on the burner. And then I had a different artist who pulled out at the end of 2019 after we had already spent a solid six months working on this. And so, you know, and had all the art done and it was tough and I had to really surrender and let go. And then I was really guided to, you know, to Nika Ware and finding this this artistry that I knew was the right match for the horses. So it's, you know, sometimes also things can take a while. And I, mm-hmm. I heard what you said in the beginning, like, don't judge yourself is the message that I heard. And it's it's like things may not come through the way you think. They may not happen mm-hmm. in a timeline that makes sense to you. It really is divine timing. And I did know I wanted to announce this on day, National Day of the Horse, which is what we did. And that was my commitment to prep for that. So we got all the mm-hmm. art done for that and all the research and whatnot. But, yeah, it's just one of those things where I'm so grateful this didn't work out in 2019. It wasn't the right time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the right art. It wasn't the right collaboration. And, um, it needed, you know, this is a totally, that whole, like, in my master's program in spiritual psychology, they always said, you know, ask for something or set your intention for something and then add on this or something better for the highest good of all concerned. And that's what mm-hmm. I did with this card deck. Like, when I had to let go of this other artist, it became like, okay, I want something amazing for this deck you know, or something even better than what I just had. I thought what I had was great. I thought that that was the way Mm -hmm. it was supposed to go. I clearly not. And so that whole like staying in flow and co-creation with the universe, right, with source, and knowing that that is really guiding you. For me, it was the horses, like really guiding this and, and knowing that collaborating with horse consciousness, if you call it horse collective, whatever you want to call that, that really was what brought this, to the highest form that there was something better out there that at the time I couldn't see. And so to just trust, to keep trusting and to keep mm-hmm. listening, that's another tip I would, I would give. Oh, and I love that. And what came to my mind too, when you said that about the horses were guiding you, they knew that in 2019, this just wasn't quite the fit for what you wanted to bring out to the universe in this card deck. They knew that. And 
in my in my feelings, they totally knew it, and they knew there was someone else that could fulfill this better for you, and she would come into your life at the right time, or this new artist would come into your life. Because I've always heard that the people that you need come into your life at the right time, and I love how the horses they know all this. They're their intuition and their way of looking at things, they just know it way before we do is how I always feel. I and I love that so much about the horses. They they give you so much and they're if we just take the time and step back and listen to them and trust, like you said, what what you're hearing. And that's what you did with the card deck and my now how beautiful of an experience it is for you. Yeah, and so I love it. And trust is the second card we did. The card deck is about, you know, it's awakening with equines, and it's all about 40 different Mm -hmm. qualities the horses want us to embrace, and trust is one of them. Um, And I think it was the second card we did, and it's one of my favorites. It's so funny, though, that you say that you knew this, Joyce, because, yes, and I haven't shared the story publicly, and I will at some point share this Mm -hmm. um, in my own curd, but I'm happy to share it here first. So what actually happened was this artist was a friend of mine and, mm-hmm. you know, I could start to feel that her energy around it was changing. It was not something she wanted to do. It was something she felt like she had to just do and get done. And it was art yeah. from someone that it was in her life that had passed on, but it was very simple art. It's, it's good art. It's just very simple. Mm-hmm. And about mm-hmm. like right around when she pulled out, I was, tra- I was traveling for work in between Los Angeles, San Francisco. And right as I'm about to take off, I get this text that says, I don't want to do the deck anymore. You know, I'm going to, I'm pulling out. And I was so <laughs> upset. I landed San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I'm at my best friend's house. And what happened was I was just like, I don't understand, you know, and it felt like a, like a large rejection, right? It hit one of my kind of core mm-hmm. wounds on stuff. And so Mm-hmm. I went out to go see another friend, and I got in um, my rental car, and in the car in front of me, no joke, there was a bumper sticker. And I still, I've only seen the bumper sticker once since then. This was, you know, 2019, three years ago. I I see this um, bumper sticker that says, "Are you in a cow? Are you in a cry about it? Or are you going to cowboy up and get over it?" <laughs> and I was, what is that? How is it talking to me like that? And I've always had license plate signs and bumper sticker signs from like the universe, my guides, whatever uh-huh. you want to call it. And I was, I knew it was the horses and they were being very blunt, which they can be and very direct and mm-hmm. saying like, mm-hmm. stop being so upset about this. Move on. It's okay. Like, it, and so I took a picture of that and I knew in that instant it was okay. Even though I didn't feel mm-hmm. good about it. I knew it was okay. And then within a couple of days, I had a dream in the middle of the night, and I woke up, and I basically heard the words, we didn't think the art was powerful enough. And I'm like, oh, my God, they are literally picking this whole – this is their project. So the more I get out of the way and I just go, horses, what do you want? And what has happened, too, in this beautiful creative project process is that more and more guidance came through. So originally this deck mm-hmm. was supposed to be just – you know, the words have changed a little bit because the energy's changed. So I had a respect card. It's now honor. They wanted an honor card. And then I had horses pass this year that were in the last couple of years that wanted to be in the deck. So they're now in it and they wouldn't have been in it earlier. 
And honestly, like I, they've also told me different ways to write it that they originally hadn't mm-hmm. said. It was just, and so now they're like put exercises in it that you do with clients. Like it has changed so much, but they kind of give me a different piece of the puzzle over time. Mm-hmm. And I just have to stay open and wait and not try to rush and do it all at once. And, and it's really just continuing to stay present and open and listening. And that's really, yeah. there's a mute when we create and the muse is working through us and with us. And it's to really form a a partnership with that muse, whoever it might be for us, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. yeah, isn't that wild that the horses told me, uh, no, actually we want a different artist. So that's how that all Uh happens. And so boom, they're very happy with Nika and I am just here to serve them. So, (laughs) Oh, Oh my goodness, that just, that gave me the chills when you said that about the dream. It just went through me like, oh, this is just so beautiful and so real. And that you acknowledged it. You trusted that feeling and trusted what the horses were telling you, that this wasn't the right artist. And, and to see that bumper sticker, oh my, that was just so fitting. And like you said, you've, you've not seen it again. It was meant to be there. Oh, uh, Okay, what a beautiful, beautiful experience. <laughs> I was like, I just knew right then. And then I knew that they wanted me to do this deck now. It became like mm-hmm. this because, like, Nika's like, hey, I have other decks that I want to do. And people want, and I'm like, all right, we got to get ours out. And then honestly, mm-hmm. I thought the deck was just about the horses. And then they were like, put humans in there use your photos. So they kept giving me more and more guidance. And so then it became more personal to use my photos. It became really specific horses that wanted to be in this deck. So it was, it was, the originally was, it was a very broad honoring the horse. And now it's like this broad plus specific. So I went and got permission from, you know, people that um, own these horses, right. Or or their their parents, I like to say. And so mm-hmm. they they all said sure put my put put my horse in that's great you know so it's been really neat to do it and just to stay present and that's what I wanted to share with people is that that like if you want to create something go for it let go of the timeline mm-hmm. let go of the how and just you know see I like candle to connect with the muse I I let um. I let stuff take the time it takes. Usually messages will come in dream state. We all know messages come around water. So take a shower if you feel stuck. And sometimes when there's resistance, because we are up-leveling when we create, just sit in the chair and just turn the computer on and just open one document. That's all it takes is those baby steps (laughs) to write. You know, there's a book called The War of Art, and it really is like it often does feel like a battle where we can't, create or we get writer's block or we get stuck and it's just like all your job your job is just to sit in the chair and open up a document and just literally put two words down and then see what happens and I always set intentions you know please muse work through me and if you can't work through me Mm -hmm. right now I'll come back at four o'clock will you come at four o'clock right and then you go back to (laughs) your computer at four or your drawing pad at four right so like they they will like that energy is there we just need to start partnering with it right oh Oh, yes oh that was that was so that just hit home to me too because when Candace asked me to submit a story as an author in our animal prints on my soul, I'm like, what? I, I've never written anything like this. And 
And like you said, I just sat down and just kind of let it come, let it flow. And it was amazing how it started to come. Yeah, I rewrote it and redid it and redid different things over and over. And I still think of ways, yeah, I could have done it different. But, but it came, and that's what is so beautiful. Just Just trust that and give it the time. And if it doesn't come at that moment, don't get upset with yourself. Walk away. Do something else. Go outside in nature. And you'll be amazed how much that refreshes you to try to do what you feel you want to do. So totally. oh, that totally. is just beautiful. Yes. <laughs> yeah. People are like, oh, I'm not inspired right now. And I'm like, well, you know, that's an excuse. Like, can you go and get inspired? Go, you know, go treat yourself uh-huh. to something and, you know, or go, go watch. For me, I will often watch inspirational videos because I, my, one of my first babies in creations was Synergy TV Network back in the day. And, and I will watch those inspirational videos as a way to get myself back in this, like, oh, everyone is a creator, everyone's doing something magical, I can do it too, you know, and honestly, I got to had a hard year where I couldn't work for a little while because my cat had passed, and like, but I was able to reconnect finally with my heart and with this creation, and it does help to have a partner, so even if you're not creating, like Candace has been an, has been a catalyst for you, right, to step into your mm-hmm. creativity and your gift, mm-hmm. and we need catalysts sometimes, we need coaches, or where you can find an accountability partner. I also have that for the mm-hmm. card deck. I had a, a, mm-hmm. a coach who's a friend, and we would coach each other, and we would set up co-working time so that I could, like, work on the deck. And I had to, like, show that I showed the cards to my mom for additional accountability. So I think ultimately that's another piece, like, build in systems for success for yourself as you're in the creative process and um that will that will keep you moving forward in momentum and the momentum feels really good it's when we stop that it's sometimes hard to get back you know right mhm mhm oh the the momentum energy i think was helps keep you going i know it does me and going back like you said you like to listen to different kind of like videos inspirational videos or different videos for different people that enjoy that mine is going out into nature with the animals and it's just like it opens it clears everything it lets the stress go away it just it clears the mind for me and then i'm like okay now I'm ready again. I've I've been recharged. I kind of like a battery. It recharges me. I'm ready to go again. <laughs> totally agree. And I totally agree. Yeah. Yes. And I think we each have to find what that is that helps recharge us and get us going again. And like you said, find that accountability partner. Like Candace has been like a mentor and someone in my life that has brought so much out of me and helped me so much. And and my animals, too, they've been the same, and I just, I love that. So it's finding what helps you to balance yourself and get your energy going again to find that creativity is kind of how I look at it for myself. Yeah, and I, lo- I love that. And it really is a partnership with both invisible, right, the muse or the divine mm-hmm. and your own higher self, and the visible, which is, you know, where can you go that gets you back into flow states, 
right? And and yeah. athletes will often talk about it in the zone, right? And they're able to hit, mm-hmm. they're able to dunk 10 basketballs in a row because they're in a zone and they're not thinking about it. A lot of my clients are overthinkers and yeah. they analyze a lot and they're perfectionists. And so mm-hmm. what we do is really come into like, how can you come back to your breath? What's going on with your heart? How do you get grounded? And nature does all that. Animals do all of that, which is why I partner with them. But ultimately, even if we're doing it virtually, there's processes to, like, get out of the headspace because the head doesn't really create – the head does have to's and shoulds and is often governed by the ego. And the mind is a beautiful yeah. thing. But when we partner with the heart and the body, we have all our power. And from that place, we actually create the greatest, the greatest uh-huh. gifts, and we share our gifts from that space. And it's just more – um, more effective, more successful in my mind. So, oh, yeah. Okay, I agree so much. When we when we go from our heart and our go inside ourselves, that's where the power begins. Oh, that was just beautiful. I love that. <laughs> well, Kate, this has gone so quickly. I'm like, oh my goodness. I think we could talk for another hour about this creative process <laughs> in different ways because this was just beautiful. You brought. So many beautiful tips to our listeners to help bring out their creativity. I just want to thank you so much for all this valuable information you shared today. Thank you. It's always fun to share stuff when, especially when it's so relevant and I'm sitting in it and I'm like, oh, I want to be able to help others if they're starting a creative process or in it or struggling or if they're at the finish line and they just need a final push. So, yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, you are so welcome, Kate. And I can totally feel the energy coming from you in this interview that you truly want to help others. And it is it is a beautiful energy. It just it lifted my day completely. I loved it. Thank you so much again, Kate. <laughs> and I want to oh, you're so welcome. And I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this absolutely amazing incredible interview with our diva Kate Nelligan. She gave us so many tips on create creativity and the process of it. So please, please share the show with all your family and friends and tune in in the new year in January when Kate will be back to share more of her valuable information. And be sure to check out all the hosts and their shows on divasatcare.com. Have an absolutely fantastic day. And remember, go to the heart and into yourself, and that's where the power comes from. And be kind to all. Give your animals a great big extra hug and share all your love with them. Until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.